Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 115 of the Cinemania World Show. As always, I am joined by some special guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have Alex. Alex, hello. How are you? What up? What up, Cinemaniacs? Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. We're already on one. We're already on 115. 115. It honestly. It baffles me because I remember yeah. when we used to when we were like first starting, so it's a little crazy. But how are you doing? Hope you're doing well. Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, all right, we are also joined from the Cinemania World Team and Candid Cinema. We have Amanda. Amanda, hello. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, it's been it's been a kind of crazy week, and it's only Wednesday, which is a good thing. News has been heavy, so <laughs> I'm excited to News. dive in with you guys tonight. News has been very, very heavy. And lastly, we are joined from the Cinemania World team. We have Colby back here on the show. Colby, how are you? Yo, 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 what up? It's your boy, Colby, back, and I'm finally back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, bud. How's everything been with you? How's your new year going? Catch um, us up. How's everything? Man, it's, life's been crazy. Um, I'm out on the West Coast now, so adjusting to... Mm-hmm. LA has been nuts, especially when you go through like this out of like nowhere monsoon that we've had for the past few days. It's now dry again, but apparently there's an even bigger storm that's coming next week, which I don't have to worry about because I'll be at Sundance. Oh, Sundance is oh, coming up, which true. is true. Yeah, yeah. I don't do right. Sundance anymore. That's that lifestyle is not for me. That's, that's the one in Utah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Utah is a disaster. I was it was a disaster. Um. <laughs> But it's very good to have you guys all here. We are going to be getting to some news today, everyone. And then we're going to go into our fast track news where we just speed through a bunch of uh, quick topics here. Smaller news, I would say. And then we have the return of the movie poll list, Ooh. Alex's movie poll list, uh, where he kind of talks about what's coming out on Blu-ray and 4K this week. And then that'll be it. So let's get started with our main topic of the day, which is the Golden Globes, biggest winners and losers from last night. So honestly, I didn't know this was happening until I saw like the red carpet. I was like, oh, okay, the Golden Globes is tonight. Actually, no, you know what it was? What reminded me about the Golden Globes? It was Manda's YouTube. Hey. <laughs> so I have nice. I have all I have all of you guys' YouTube on notifications. So you're welcome. Hello. Aww. But <laughs> so you. randomly, man is like final predictions. I'm like, oh, final predictions? Isn't it like two months away? I was like, <laughs> I was like isn't it like next <laughs> month yeah. or something? Yeah. And then I look up and it's it was like, oh, Tuesday, January I 10th. I said, oh shit. Snuck up on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said, oh shit, the Golden Globes are tonight. And I have I had not done any any preparation. We've been kind of dealing, we've been kind of dealing with our own awards, so it's kind of been like kind of crazy this week. But the Golden Globes is last night. I will go through just a couple of quick, quick uh, winners from the categories here. Uh, so we'll start with best motion picture drama. Uh, the winner was The Fablemans. Uh, the nominees were The Avatar: Weight of Water, Elvis, Tar, and Top Gun: Maverick. The Fablemans, I guess. That's like Hannah's favorite movie right now, but I haven't <laughs> seen it. It's a great yet, movie. But... Oh, God. It, uh, yeah. So <laughs> then we have Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. Uh, the winner was The Banshees of Inna Sheeran. I love that movie, so I'm happy mm. about that. 
the nominees were Babylon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, and Triangle of Sadness. And then we go to Best Motion Picture Animated, which was Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, mm. which was a great win. Uh, Best Director for Motion Picture, we have Steven Spielberg in The Fablemans. Best Screenplay, Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Uh, great choice. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. We had Austin Butler makes with sense, Elvis. Yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that, I thought he was great in that. Well, I know people have been I, taking on him he, and his accent lately, but I think he I, was great. I didn't. I didn't like Elvis personally, but he was great in that movie. Yeah, That's I didn't. Fair. I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was pretty good. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. We had Kate Blanchett and Tar. Um, I don't know why Anna Armas was was nominated. Anyway, um, we also have uh-huh. best performance it's by an actor book. in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Colin Farrell won that for the Banshees of Inna Sheeran. Yay! Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Michelle Yeoh Whoa! for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which was like a big thing last night. Yeah. And then Angela Bassett won for Wakanda, um, Wakanda Forever, uh, in the supporting yeah. role. So that was cool and. Uh, Kihai Kwan won for Everything Everywhere all at once. So we had a big night last night, big wins. This is kind of forecasting what the Oscars might look like. And I'm very interested. When is Oscar nominations coming up? I, I think at the yeah. end of the month, I think. Yeah, it's the 24th. God, oh, man, that's right me. around. Yeah, it's right around the corner. I know, I'm though, tired. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um,. Yeah, so that was last night. A lot of uh, it was a big night. Um, I honestly, I, w- I wasn't expecting such a massive turnaround for the Golden Globes, given everything that's been going on mm-hmm. the past couple of years with them. I remember their performance, their lackluster performance. You know, their award ceremony last year, like nobody was there, and it was just like it was a mess. So um, yeah, so I'll go around get all you guys' thoughts on everything. I will start with you, Alex. What was your thoughts on last night's Golden Globes? Yeah, um, I mean, Ana de Armas shouldn't have been nominated. I'm sorry, like, for Blonde. It was for Blonde, right? That she was yeah. nominated for? Yeah, yeah, for Blonde, yeah. yeah no, you sure no. it wasn't that movie with Ben Affleck that's on Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I love Ana de Armas as an actress, um, but Blonde just was not it. Unfortunately, uh, did I, I don't think that should get any recognition at all, that movie. Um, Banshees of Anishirin, I haven't seen yet, but I'm curious now that it has won a couple of Golden Globes. I have the Blu-ray, so I gotta, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm curious to check that out. Michelle Yao went in for everything, everywhere, all at once, as she should. Slay, queen, okay. <laughs> she was great. I love how she just totally, like told that guy and was like ready to beat him up over the music like that. Yeah. Oh, that clip was hilarious. That was, was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, which by the way, like, can we stop with like playing the music during their speeches? Like it, it's annoying at this point. Yeah. Just let them talk. I the only time I the only time I give it kind of an exception is when they are going a little too long. Yeah. Sometimes they will be, they would just, they'll get there. So like two things and then the music start, starts. And I'm like, dude, like other times she said shut up yeah yeah but you know but like other times i'm like okay this is this is going on a little bit this is like being um let's go to you manda your thoughts on last night's golden globes did you actually watch it i didn't watch it 
Uh, I I did watch it just to see if they would address anything from the past two years and Jared Carmichael ah! just rip them a new one. Uh, so <laughs> that was really entertaining to sit through and everyone was like hella uncomfortable watching it. But I'm like, you know what? He has to say it. There's a reason why they haven't been on the air for two years. And obviously mm-hmm. they think that management's been overhauled and changed and all of that. But he addressed it. He addressed that it was a racist kind of organization and you know, he he ran a bit long, which then caused everything else to run a bit long. So it was like yeah. three and a half hours of sitting there. That was the one thing. So if one yeah. person goes long, then it's already lost at the top of the the hour, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he, I think he was fine. I just think that um, hosting and presenting, when it comes down to writing. You just have to mm-hmm. tighten certain things up. And I think that if it was tighter, I would have like enjoyed it a bit more, but it, it kind of got away from them towards the middle of the show. Um, yeah. But yeah, he said some really interesting things that I think needed to be addressed, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that everyone who won rightfully won. And I understand okay. that people are like, oh, shit, like Steven Spielberg and oh, my God, like Martin McDonough winning for screenplay and, you know, the Fablemans mm-hmm. winning for picture. But in the scale of awards season, it makes sense that this is what we're looking at at the moment. Unfortunately, I would love to see a movie like Everything Everywhere All at Once win for Best Picture. Don't get me wrong. I would mm-hmm. love to see that. But in the scale of what we've seen before, like it it maybe won't happen. It could, but it depends on what ends up happening at the other award shows. But I love that Michelle Yeoh and Angela Bassett both won. I think mm-hmm. they have the same longevity of their careers. And this is like a, a lifetime's worth of work, um, you know, being awarded. And I think that's really important to see both of them up there. And I do think that they're a lock moving forward. And I love that. Um, but the last thing I'm going to say about this is that Mm -hmm. don't count out Steven Spielberg or the Fablemans because (laughs) everyone's surprised. And I'm just like, you know what? They're going to do something. (laughs) So... Oh, That's, why are you making me scared? Don't start. Don't start. I, I'm just saying, like, if they're out of all the movies that he's been nominated for, this is his most yeah. personal. So then everyone yeah. has to mm-hmm. take that into effect as well as like it's the culmination of his work. And that's how I kind of look at it. So it's hard to go up against that. I guess I'm just I guess I'm just more surprised about it because like there hasn't really been any noise for it this entire mm-hmm. oh, you know, the early start of like award season when we were getting to all the like end of the year critic groups so that's why i was a little um not shocked it wasn't like oh my god the fablemans you know but i was just like oh okay interesting that that was like more so my reaction um colby how about you what did you think about the uh the ceremony last night did you end up watching it at all yeah i did i was actually recording a podcast and streaming it on pacock um simultaneously <laughs> um, and uh the experience was pretty dope uh, shout out to Rothaniel. I think he did a decent job. Um, his brand of humor is not for everyone. It is particularly dry and biting comedy. And I think that the jokes are written well. I don't believe the timing of them were always the greatest. 
And that's why it kind of like felt a little dead in some spots. Um, but they were good jokes that probably would work better in a different venue. It is always interesting how self-deprecating a lot of these shows try to be. Um, this particularly mm-hmm. even more because of the nature of the fact that this organization has been under fire. But having worked with a lot of people recently um, that are new members, a part of HFP, um, HFPA, um, it's pretty dope. And I don't think that there's a single film or performance inside of uh, what was nominated that is unworthy. There's definitely some that I would love to have seen win. But the thing that I want to remind everybody is that these groups have the right to have a particular year in film represent what they want their group to represent as a whole. It does not have to look like everyone else's, nor be the absolute precursor to the Oscars. So while the Fablemans was really buzzy a couple months ago, and then it kind of died down, that's just the nature of this game, right? They get the spotlight because they're the first major award show. In a few days, we'll get CCA, and that's going to change up everything. I don't necessarily believe that the Fablements will represent Best Picture for that group, but who knows? And then, of course, this morning, we got SAG, and that's going to change everything up as well with their Mm -hmm. nominations. Shout out to Angela Bassett. It's great to be able to see her um, be awarded for a truly fierce um, supporting performance. Honestly, out of all the um, like the, the the big categories, it's the supporting performances for me that I feel like the most um, akin with um, Kiwi Kwan and of course Angela Bassett. Um, but I mean, everything everywhere all at once, you know, definitely you know showed up big. So did Banshees of Sharon. And while I don't think that that movie is tremendous, it's a still really good movie. And um, I think there's a lot to be able to take away from this ceremony to feel great about. All right, yeah, I thought I thought overall coming out from the from the response that I saw online, I think coming out it was you know it seemed like a really successful show, so I'm really happy about that, you know, and that there wasn't no any there wasn't no drama and stuff, you yeah, know. And, so, and I will say this: it's a, it was a successful yeah. show. Unfortunately, it's like. This is just the nature of where we are in 2023 now is that Mm -hmm. we are never going to get the Nielsen ratings like what we did back in the 80s and 90s. The world is too big. Mm-hmm. We, we just had way too many things. There's a lot of people that had no clue that, that, the, that the show was going on, like you said, right? And also it was on a Tuesday, right? This is a busy time. Yeah, of the year. that's why I was like, There's a ton of Isn't it usually Sunday? Stuff. Yeah, that's what I felt like. Why, like, I, in my opinion, all award shows should be on like a Sunday or a Saturday. I get not Ooh. Saturday because you don't want to like you know sit there and like re- prevent people from like going out and whatever. But I think a Sunday is fine. And yeah, I mean, you know, it's just it is what it is. I th- what were you I, gonna say, Amanda? Yeah, I think the reason why is because they had a battle with, um, I believe it was Critics' Choice for the mm-hmm. time slot on that Sunday, and obviously. Mm-hmm. They got booted, and they're like, "Okay, Tuesday night then," because <laughs> every Tuesday, other Sunday's kind of yeah. taken until I went between like football and then like you know, which uh, award gap that you can actually do something. Because mm-hmm. then we have to take in like Grammys and I think the yeah, Emmys as yeah. well too. So, yay Tuesday! No, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not tripping as far as uh, why you know, they're going on a Tuesday because I get it and stuff, but it was just a little like, oh, okay, Tuesday night. That's why I had no idea. I thought it was in like a few weeks. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. And I found out, oh yeah, it was last night. Cool. <laughs> so, um, no, actually, I mean, I, I knew online what the conversation that everybody was talking about it and stuff. I didn't watch it live, but you know, I was catching up with the results and stuff like that. And 
from what I from what I've seen of everything, I'm really happy with how everything turned out. Um, okay, let's get into our next topic of the day, which is uh, Monday. We got the newest trailer for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. We had a new look at Kang. We had more about the story here. Hashtag Kang uh, Gang. Kang. <laughs> that's 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 the only thing that's getting me excited about this. But anyway, uh, yeah, we had the trailer for that. We had our look at Modoc. The internet was in a blaze because <laughs> Modoc looks silly, like yeah. Modoc's supposed to look. But yeah. we had that. We had more of Cassie Lang. This recast is giving me nothing. I don't know what it is. Uh, and yeah, that was the Ant Man and the Wash trailer. Go around, get you guys' thoughts. On the trailer, I'll start with you, Alex. Your thoughts on Monday's Ant-Man and the Wasp new trailer. Uh, I liked it a lot. I still prefer the first trailer, I think. Um, I do think this one gave a little bit too much away. Um, I'm mm-hmm. definitely getting the vibe. I'm like 90% sure Scott Lang is going to die. <laughs> I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, I actually heard a theory that I think is much more likely than him out, outright dying. I think he's going to get blasted into like another timeline. Yeah, or I think I, no matter what, I think yeah. he's out of the picture for a while. Um, yeah, I don't think he's dying. Yeah, um, I mean, this one I think showed a little bit more of the quantum realm. I, I had a gripe with the last trailer where I said from a visual standpoint, it looks like it's a little tiresome because it feels like all these cosmic – MCU movies are kind of just blending together with their visual style. So I still Mm kind of have that feel a little bit, but anytime I saw like Kang and, you know, the visual style behind him, I was like, that looks awesome. Uh, So I'm, I think it's a good switch up from the first two Ant-Mans, similar to what happened with Thor, where they had to switch it up a little bit. I think you had to do it again with Um, Ant-Man. But uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, quantum mania has to offer and i can't wait to see jonathan majors as kang like this is this is the beginning of what i hope will be great kang stories in the mcu and apparently the tagline is the like the beginning of the dynasty so i mean here he comes you know uh amanda how about you your thoughts on the quantum mania trailer y'all know how much i love the ant-man family and Peyton Reed and the whole gang. Um, I still think this is going to be a pretty solid trilogy, apart from the second one being a dud in Dwayne's eyes. I understand. Horrible. Um, <laughs> um, I I like the first trailer better. I agree that this one gave a lot away, um, and it kind of bothered me that it was a bit too much. I absolutely love Jonathan Majors. I love him as Kang. Do not hurt my Scott, please, for the love of God. I can't do it. I don't want him to die. I'm getting like death vibes from the trailers for him. Um, but I do think that it's going to be like a switcheroo timeline wise. Like he's going to go to a timeline where it, there is a young Cassie and then older Cassie played by Catherine Newton's going to like become the new Ant-Man of this universe. I think that's like my theory heading in, which I, I messaged in the, in the GC the other night that uh, oh, that's what I think. God, I hope not. <laughs> but we need, I was going to say, we need young justice. My God, we need young the young Avengers. Avengers. <laughs> so I think uh, that's where it's heading. It'd be funny if like a variant of his dies instead, if they're going to save something. Well, so that would be we'll super see. cheap. Well, yeah, I don't see them. I really, yeah, I, 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 I really, when it comes to Marvel nowadays, especially after like last year, um, 
I really like have learned to just temper my expectations. And I think a lot of people are getting jacked of the, they, I think what's happening with this movie is that a lot of people are creating a scenario in their head of, no, if you want to introduce the big bad of the new MCU, he has to kill the main star. And I was like, that's awesome. But they're not going to do that. I mean, how many times have we had these like big kind of expectations for them to do something really, really, really balls to the wall Mm -hmm. only for it to be kind of Ralph Boner or something (laughs) like that? You're telling me. (laughs) So I just don't see I don't see Scott dying. I don't I don't think they have the cojones is what I like to say to kill a main character in its own in his own movie. I think it'll be awesome. I just don't see it happening. Uh, like I said, I heard after I heard the theory, I was like, yeah, that sounds a little bit more safe. And then he's going to come back for um, Kang Dynasty or whatever. Like, oh, guys, oh, he he pushed me to like 20, 90 day, 99 or something. And he's crazy. Oh, it's, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be him dying. Um, but yeah, the tone of the trailer, I really liked. I love me some Jonathan Majors. That's literally yeah, the only great. thing I'm going he's to great. this theater for. So. I'm super happy for him and his 2023 renaissance. But mm-hmm. Colby, how about you? Your um, thoughts on this trailer? Yeah, um, I'm going to definitely side with you guys. I dug trailer one. There's a lot of folks that I heard that like weren't in love with it. I thought there was a bit more wonder to it. And I think I like the mystery. This revealed so much. I mean, it, it's only revealing setup. And it does already kind of intimate that like, you lied to me. Well, duh, he's Kang, right? Like, he's, what, is, like what did you expect? Did, like, look at the some, way this dude's somebody dressed. Was you like, feel like you should trust him? Somebody was like, oh, they gave away that he turns on Scott. I was like, what do you mean they gave <laughs> He's the away? main guy in the movie. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You know, whatever. I love, I love the, um, I, I love the, the, the suit adaptation. I think that works really, really well. Oh, I'm do. not totally in love, um, like, with the CG of it. I feel like when he's blue, it definitely gets a little wonky, but we still got some time. Well, dang, there's not that much time. We have like five weeks left. Okay. We've yeah, got a little a bit of time weeks. to try to clean some stuff up. I don't know what they're trying to do with Modoc, but they really need to like, yo, I, I know that Disney works these guys <laughs> hard, um, you know, with like with their visuals and stuff like that. But like, hey, it's look, that's looking super duper rough. Um, you know, I Is that Corey Stoll's not- face? So I have no it, idea. It, it's weird. Like I see <laughs> oh Corey Stoll, and like when I see that little clip, that doesn't look like Corey Stoll. That looks like somebody completely else. I know, like, right? Why, <laughs> like, like why? Why? When, why are we even thinking it's Corey Stoll? Is it, is it supposed to be? I don't know. I saw. I saw uh, something online where everybody's it's like, it's the Corey rumors. Stoll. The rumors were like, oh, it's Yellow Jacket, and he went into the quantum realm at the end of the first movie, so he's he's Modok now. That's just that's just online chatter. Yeah, told that's, you that. That's definitely uh, interesting. Honestly, I'm just trying to figure out. Yo, where's Ti? Where's Michael Pena? <laughs> well, um, well, I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. My question is, where's the Wasp? The, the movie's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, and the Wasp it? is just like <laughs> in they're, the ether doing something. Keeping her hidden for stuff and things that happen on screen. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, it's fine with me. Oh, man. I'm not a big Catherine Newton fan, so I'm really not excited yeah, for I'm her to either. kind of continue that. No, I hate um, this recast. Like that character I really do. going forward. I, I, I do like... I get having, you know, the Young Avengers. I just don't know how that fits with inside of the universe that's been built. Um, and I don't know how responsive audiences are going to be to it because you've not put a Young Avenger on screen. These little Disney Plus shows 
ain't going to do it. You're not going to sit here and try to like do these shows and then expect to have a movie the come only, out in May of 2026. Be like, Young Avengers. The only, like, nah. the only Young Avenger that I can think of that has been like, I mean, if you want to add them to the Young Avengers is... um. Uh, America Chavez. That's it, though. I, as far as like on screen, the big screen. Well, so like, well, then you're getting. She a, was a MacGuffin. A MacGuffin yeah. in the Marvels, you know? In the Marvels too, you are gonna get that. But I don't mean. I mean, is it is Miss Marvels in the younger? I don't know. I agree. Uh, the recast is a disaster to me. I don't know why they did it, and yeah, I, mean, I figured when it happened, I was like, okay, so something might have happened. Oh, I don't know. Um, you know, behind the scenes, or maybe like the actress. Um, I forget. I think her name was Emma. Emma, forget, was Emma something. Yeah, I was like, yeah. maybe she like didn't want to do it. Maybe she didn't want to commit to like a universe. But no, she went online. It was like I have no idea. So, <laughs> so then sad. somebody was like, oh, maybe they're mad at they, they got mad at her because she 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 revealed that she who she played in Endgame. I'm like, all their actors were spoiled yeah, shit. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah, all of them. Tom Literally, Mark Ruffalo. Spoiled the entire plot of one of them. Mark Ruffalo, he? Infinity. <laughs> Infinity War was like everybody dies before Infinity so War funny. came out. <laughs> so I, I don't know why they did this recast. My guess is that they wanted like a more star kind of a quality. She's not a star. Star. I was going to say, is she that much saying. of a star? She's, she's had a couple of Netflix shows. A couple of. She's a, a young. Well, not a star, but she's more well known to carry name. on the character of Cassie. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Because she was I like on HBO yeah. for like a string of shows. She started off on the CW and Supernatural. That's how I knew her from from that series. And then she just kept growing. She was in Detective Pikachu. Like it was just you know it it Paranormal snowballed for her. That's, yeah, that's, that's where she got her. I'm just joking. I mean, <laughs> I, I I see I see her as a modest star i mean i mean what's a star nowadays exactly, you know yeah. but i well, i see yeah. her as like i wouldn't call her Haley like Steinfeld. yeah no, I, right. see, there you go i think Haley steinfeld's a star you're yeah. not bringing butts to the seats for captain newton you're just right, not i right. mean well, they're gonna the society that, on netflix though. got got canceled i mean oh just, gosh i see that's exactly why i don't like her i watched the society <laughs> and i found her intolerable like it was yeah, just, well, see, so oh, my gosh. thing with my thing with Catherine Newton is I know people online are like, oh, in a way, we're getting a lot of hate over Catherine Newton, and I, and I and I get that it's not her fault that sh- that they wanted to recast um, Cassie Lang, but my issue with it is just I think Emma was great as Cassie, and, and all she had in Endgame was like five minutes, and I thought she was fantastic. Any little thing that they show for Catherine Newton in this trailer has given me nada, capiche, yeah. zero, and dude, and zero, like, going, going back to the whole like casting and like star thing too, it's like these movies turn people into stars too. Like look at Tom Holland; mm-hmm. like nobody knew who Tom Holland was until Iman he was Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Iman is exactly. A yeah. Ace, so exactly, I agree. Yeah, no one knows. No one knew who a lot of people were when they when this first started. So I don't think they really needed. And it's not like oh, we wanted a star for. I don't fucking know Spider Gwen. It's fucking it's it's uh it's stature. Yeah. <laughs> it's stature. It's not it's not even like Kate Bishop. It's stature. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Like a star for whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I it's it's just a really baffling move. It's one of those once in a and like a blue moon decision makes that they take that they do, and I'm just like, why'd you do that? But whatever. We'll see what happens. Uh the movie comes out in a few weeks. Yay, Jonathan Majors. Okay, um, let's get into our fast track news. This is where I speed through a bunch of topics, and I'll go around and get you guys' thoughts on anything that stands out to you as far as 
the news. Um, okay, so we're going to start here with The Last of Us First Reactions. Uh, tease that it is the best TV video game adaptation that we've ever seen. So we had really good first reactions for that. A Megan sequel is in development after overperforming in the box mm. office. A Gladiator sequel <laughs> is moving forward with Paul Mescal being cast. Uh, we have more Avatar sequels on the way after its uh, success in the box office. Letitia Wright last night confirmed that Black Panther 3, uh, it was already in development. And earlier, as Colby mentioned, we did have some SAG nominations, which were good. I just want to highlight Stephanie Hsu finally getting some love for everything everywhere yeah. all at once. So that is the Fast Woo! Track news that we have this week. Uh, I'll start with you, Colby. Anything from the Fast Track news that piqued your interest? Yeah. Water is wet. We were definitely going to get a Black Panther 3 of some sort. Um, we were definitely going to get more avatars of some sort. And it'd be irresponsible to not get more Megans. The question is, what do we call the Megan sequel? Because you put the three inside already. They really the kind of shot themselves <laughs> in the foot like how do you fit a two in this title? Or like you just say, you know what? We need more. So we're just going to call it. It's called Morgan. The more movies. No, no. Somebody, somebody said Megan's. Oh, Megan's? Megan's. Oh, oh. Chucky. It's, like, you know how it's like a bunch of. Yeah, or like squared. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. There's yeah. two Megan's. <gasps> Megan squared. There's two Megan's, guys. Two Megan, two Furious? Yeah, like oh, I don't even like God. the damn movie, but that would be pretty. Cool. Stop! Like <laughs> I gotta see it. I gotta see it. Yeah, I mean, but she's um, like she's she's in the cloud now. She's like like I don't know, worldwide Megan or something. I don't know. Yeah, period, period. As we like it. She's gonna come. Um, <laughs> Alex, how about you? Anything from the Fast Track News? Dude, why do we need a Gladiator sequel? Hollywood, you're so stupid. Maximus is dead. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, he is. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, we don't we don't need a Gladiator sequel, especially if they're trying to gonna try and revive Maximus somehow. Fuck that. Uh, curious about the Last of Us. I'm really looking forward to diving into that show. Uh, Avatar. I am too. Yeah, Avatar is what it is. Okay, I'll I'll take more. I'll watch him. I guess. Um, I just saw Megan had a lot of fun with it, so I'm down for a sequel. Period. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate so wait, is it. the new is the new Gladiator movie going to be called like Gladiator Maverick? <laughs> oh my god! I think that's what that's what's happening. Now. A lot of those movies. I think that a lot of those movies that came out. Uh, like in the eighties, nineties, you're gonna like see like retreads of them again. Yeah. Remember when we were getting those for a little bit, and then they just kind of stopped. Yeah. Legacy remember Shaft? Yeah. Suck, <laughs> remember, right? remember Shaft and like uh, hey, hey, Men in Black that. International. Shaft that shit. Good. Shaft yeah. is really good. I enjoyed that screenplay. I had a lot of fun with it. But you know what? I don't mind the Legacy sequel. Just know that like if you're gonna do it, you better come correct. Um, my greatest, yeah. my, my favorite movie of all time is Coming to America. Coming to America, see Megan, um, was not good. So, like, that was a big fan, you know? So, yeah. that, that so was I think we're going to see a lot more of those legacy sequels come back, especially after Top Gun Maverick's massive, massive success. Uh, Amanda, Fast Track News. Um, I, I tried to play The Last of Us, but I suck. So um, I yeah, I really suck at that game. Oh. So I'm really excited just to watch the show on Sunday. You know, there's different um, difficulties. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's literally on the first one, guys. <laughs> I gave up. I said, you know what? 
it's okay. It looks very pretty. I started like watching gameplays and stuff like that, but I am mm-hmm. really, really stoked. These reviews have just been awesome. And I'm really mm-hmm. excited to uh, watch like a weekly show with all of Twitter. And I yeah. think that everyone's yeah. going to really be invested in this series. And I think it's going to be fun to cover uh, as mm-hmm. well. Just someone who's going in blind completely. I don't know the story. I don't know anything. So I think yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, we haven't had yeah. an event like that. An event show like that since House of Dragon, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that's, that's, yeah. It's really exciting to me to see players who have not even touched the game. I know you said you yeah, tried I've never, it. I've, but I like, I've never heard of this thing before. Yeah, it's really exciting that yeah. the, half the team has played it, and uh, I've, I've played it f- like multiple times. Yeah, I can't even tell you so how many good. times. It's about especially genres, with that remake. Right? Yeah, well, it's a, it's yeah, it's like a it's a um, an outbreak. Yeah, post apocalyptic game about a cordyceps disease, um, and they have like monster kind of zombie things. They're called clickers, and you know, basically, it's following two characters, Ellie and Joel. I mean, you know all that from the trailer and yeah. the marketing. But yeah, the games are fantastic. Like, I, I, it's just really, it's really fascinating that like half the half the Cinemania World team know the game by heart and played mm-hmm. it, and then the other half are just like never even heard of it or even played it, or you know. So I think that's really yeah. interesting to go into the actual show when it comes out to get everyone's thoughts. And stuff. So I'm really excited for that for Sunday. I'm super, 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 super pumped. Yeah. Um, okay, so Alex, your movie poll list. What's coming out this week? All right, on uh, Blu-ray 4K this week uh, from Sony Pictures uh, 30th Anniversary Edition Steelbook, uh, Groundhog Day, starring Bill Murray. Uh, we also have from Shout Factory, the original Ouija. Nobody's buying that. I already know it. Because um, <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, from Universal Studios from last year, uh, she said, starring Carrie Mulligan and uh, Zoe Kazan. I think I, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, very important movie. I'm gonna watch it for the first time after we do this. Um, so that's that one. Uh, we also have on 4K from Paramount Pictures, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. I guess they're re-releasing them individually. Why? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I get. I, I, I'm assuming the first three have already been released on 4K, um, and this is the fourth one. I believe that's the fourth one. Final shot. Yeah, that's the fourth one. Um, and mm. it looks like. And for any of you who are TV fanatics uh, from Paramount Pictures, the first season of The Man Who Fell to Earth is out on Blu-ray this week. And I All believe right. that's yeah. That's that's it of note. Yep, that's it. Only thing I'm probably gonna grab is uh, she said I did not know that it was coming out this week, so that's good yeah. to know. Yeah. Um, I saw it last year, really good. Um, okay, so opening up this weekend, uh, new releases time. We have Plane. <laughs> it's just called Plane. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> uh, the trailer is like so high octane, and I saw the trailer for the first time uh, when I saw Glass Onion. And the trailer is like cool, and it's like Gerard Butler back in his like bag, like what he was doing in Olympus Has Fallen. Yeah, he's playing Mike Banning again. I guarantee it. And I was like, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then they're like, I was like, yeah, this is this is this is crazy action. And then it's called Plane, <laughs> and that's it. So I'm excited, actually. I I saw some reviews. Yeah, of like, it's, oh, it's actually it's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. It's I, gotten it's yeah. gotten pretty good early buzz. Yeah, which is. Crazy. Yeah, I'm excited. As plain as Mike Coulter's acting. 
Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Well, yeah, my coach is in this and I missed him. So I'm going to be like, yeah, cool. Uh, it looks okay. Everyone looking forward to playing? I'm Anybody see- have any thoughts I on mean, playing coming I out? mean, I'm not like mm. looking forward to it. I mean, I'll watch it. I'm watching seeing it tomorrow. But it looks like yeah, see it tomorrow. It looks like one of those like direct-to-video movies, but slightly better, you know? Yeah, now yeah, it's just kind of like... I thought, I thought Gerard Butler was like in the Netflix warehouse. Are they like on the outs or something like that? Like what happened? <laughs> I have no idea, dude. So... Yeah, so look out for our review this week of Plane. I'm going to see it on Friday, and then we'll do a short review for it. I can't imagine there's like a bunch of things to talk about when it comes to Plane. So maybe we'll just see. Wonder what type and of um, all right, that is it, everyone. That is. Oh, we're not going to talk about House Party. That's coming out this week. This yeah. comes out tomorrow yeah. night, baby. Yeah. Well, don't worry, I'm not excited yeah. for it. But yeah. that looks. We were talking about so we were talking about legacy sequels. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the legacy. That trailer is so bad. I mean, yeesh. <laughs> but hey, I'm not watching it. I mean, come on now. House Party, what are we doing here? Again? I'll, I'll do it for the team. I'll take one for the team. Oh, I always do. <laughs> Dwayne, we were yeah. doing the worst of the year list, and Dwayne was like, what the hell are half these movies, Alex, okay? <laughs> yeah, you, I know y'all. I know you, Larry, y'all going to be in there and seated, and I'm just... <laughs> There's, a, yeah, there's probably going to be a not horrible. good... I need, I, uh, I need a list to fill up at the end of the year, okay, Dwayne? All right. I... I suppose. Um, okay, everyone, that is it for our episode of the Cinema New World Show, episode 15, 115. Thank you guys for joining us, as always. I really appreciate it. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Amanda. Let everyone know they can follow you. Yeah, you guys can always follow me over at AMX ND Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. You can check out my website, CandidXCinema.com, and my YouTube, Candid Cinema. All right, and Colby. Yeah, you can follow your boy. I'm at Colby Told Me. That's K O L B Y T O L D Me on Twitter and IG. And when I'm in the mood to write, you can check out my website at mreportpod.com and listen to the podcast Minority Report Film. All right, and Alex. All right, you can find me at my official website, alexmanamovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, working on getting Letterboxd on there. They're all there for you guys to enjoy. And, uh, uh, my YouTube's there too. I should mention that too. So, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I always forget that for some reason. <laughs> All right, everyone, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Thank you guys for joining us. As far as for us, please make sure to head over to our Twitter, uh, where we are conducting our Cinemania World Awards nominations, where you can vote. Um, for your for the listener award section of that. So uh, tomorrow we are going to be announcing the acting nominees, uh, supporting, and uh, um, the the lead actor roles tomorrow. Then Friday will be the big ten nominee director list, along with the ten picture best film nominees. So stay tuned for all of that. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex, Manda, and Colby. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.